Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Okay, welcome everybody to episode number 17 of That's How I Roll. Yes, I am Jeremiah Isley, it is true, and I am your driver today. I'll be driving you home, not to your home, but to my home, because that's how it is on That's How I Roll. Anyway, uh, today is March 22, 2016. We are quickly upon um, Easter, Good Friday, and all that stuff, so I know, I don't know about you, but I've got myself a pretty busy week ahead. Oddly enough... (laughs) <laughs> when people find out that you aren't uh, already serving somewhere at a church or in some form of ministry or whatever, they ask you to come and play at their churches. So I've got, let's see, I've got a rehearsal Wednesday night. I've got a chapel service Thursday morning and a rehearsal Thursday morning. And then I've got a good Friday service I'm playing in. And then five Easter services that I am playing in at various churches in Northeast Ohio. So if you don't have a place to go to church and you want to hang out on Easter, uh, there's plenty of opportunity for that. So go ahead and hit me up. That'd be cool. Anyway, I don't know why I just went on about all of that. I do have some topics for today. We are going to talk about Icebreaker and accessible games. I'm going to do a drive-by review of Mad Libs from Looney Labs. And I have some gaming news to talk about. And also a very, 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 very big announcement that I'm going to just tease because I'm not going to give you all that information just yet. But it's going to be huge and super cool, and uh, probably next episode you're going to hear all about that. Welcome to the corner of thought and conversation. Which way will you turn? Why not hang a right and join in on the conversation by tweeting at Theology of Games or sending an email to theologyofgames at gmail.com. So I just wanted to get a conversation started with you about icebreaker games. And this conversation actually was started by Amy Burns, who is from Level 3B. She's one of the folks who contacted us about the game canopy and sent that out to us, which I did a drive-by review an episode or two back. So you can take a listen to that um, and also look for our written review very soon over on Theology of Games. But she wrote and she said, hey... What kind of games would you suggest for like an icebreaker kind of larger party situation where you can teach somebody a game and they're super comfortable with it and you don't make them feel stupid by making suggestions on how to play the game or, you know, just what's a good way to be non-threatening and non-awkward. Like some party games kind of put people in really weird, awkward positions and things like that. So... I tried to think of a few. I know things like two rooms and a boom are usually good because the rules are pretty loose on like what you can do with your card, how you can reveal it to people, things like that. And folks can either like fully, fully invest in it or just kind of sit back and let the game come to them. 
so it really kind of creates some pretty non-awkward situations. They're fun situations and they're not very, um, but they're not awkward. They're just more fun and intense and interactive. Uh, so I would probably suggest that or go with like a lightweight, I guess if you're depending, depending on how big the crowd is, you know, something like Codenames is great for that because you really, you try just try to do your best and try to, you know, give clues that work the best. Um, also, um, I would say Spyfall might be fun for that because, again, it's more of just kind of coming up with creative ways to ask questions and give clues and give answers without giving away too much information. Um, it's a fun game, but it's not over-mechanically difficult. Like, there's not a lot of deep mechanic things to remember about the gameplay and that kind of helps people uh helps people jump into it a little easier um so those are probably my top suggestions and it's early in the morning so there's probably more that i'll think of after this and i'll amend that in the next episode but i definitely want to hear what everybody else would suggest in that situation a fun lightweight non-awkward non-intimidating uh, party game so go ahead and sound off and we'll get the conversation going in next episode's feedback loop and I can't wait to hear what everybody has to say. Whoa! Hey everyone, look! It's time for another drive-by review. So today's drive-by review is of a game called Mad Libs. And as you may guess, it's about Mad Libs. Mad Libs is from Looney Labs. It plays three to eight players. But there's a little bit more to it that I'll explain in just a minute. And you know what? This might actually go into that non-awkward, non-intimidating, um, non fun kind of icebreaker game. So I'm going to go ahead and lump it in there now. But anyway, let's talk about it and you'll understand why in just a minute. So Mad Libs is... I hate to draw this comparison because if you know me you know my feelings on apples to apples. I'm not a fan, okay? I'm, it's just, I've, I've played way too much of it. I'm done with apples to apples in my life. But, I will play it because my kids play it from time. Anyway, all right, so, so I, I would say Mad Libs is like the sentence form of apples to apples. In that, players are given seven cards and now these cards that they get are called word cards, and they have, well, they have words on them. But they have words in, in various forms. So if it's a noun, it's got a, a noun form and maybe like an adjective form or an adverb form. If it's a verb, it's got a verb, an adverb, an adjective, sometimes a noun. So like astonish would be astonishingly, um, astonished, astonishment. Uh, so there's all kind of different forms of the words on all of the cards. Some of them have more, some of them have less. It just depends on what the word is, obviously, because it's the English language. So you, everybody's dealt seven cards, and then there's a stack of sentence cards that you flip over one at a time, and it'll say 
for instance, uh, it'll say nouns are red, nouns are blue, uh, nouns are adjective, and so are you. So you'd have to find cards in your hands, and that's not an exact verbatim of that card, but that is like an example of a sentence. So you'll have to find examples of card of things that match what are the blanks on them, and they're color coded, so you can kind of, if you don't understand the parts of speech, you know that works. They're color coded, and you put place them face down. Once everybody places their cards face down and have made their selections. Uh, you take turns flipping over one card at a time and revealing your answers. We had one that was uh, the sentence speak softly but carry a big stiff stick and it was verb or it was speak adjective and verb a uh, verb and adjective noun I think I don't know something like that. So we had to find four cards, and you know we came up with like speak so- or speak astonishingly, and grab a useless hippie, and things like that. So it's it's all about kind of making these zany sentences. You know how Mad Libs work, right? Okay, I, I don't know why I'm over-explaining this to you today, but um, everybody takes their turns revealing their cards and saying their sentence and then everybody chooses one that they think is the best or the funniest or makes the most sense or the less least sense whatever they want to vote for and then you count to three and you point to the person you're voting for if that whoever gets the most votes wins that card and that's sort of like your scorekeeper if there's a tie you just draw an extra one and more than one person can win a round Whoever wins three rounds and gets three cards first wins the game. And it's that simple. It's very, very easy to learn. We taught it to our boys and they caught on in about three minutes. It was super, super fast. They also happen to love Mad Libs. They love, you know, writing them and doing them and everything. So um, I I read the rules for this and my first impression was, I don't know. Okay. It might be okay. And then we played it, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually really fun. Super light. I don't know that gamers would be like, dude, let's play Mad Libs. It's awesome. It may not be for gamers as far as like a good filler or whatnot, but if you're with a fun crowd that's into light gaming and just kind of laughing and having a good time, it's definitely, definitely fun for that. Um, So you... You would want to pull it out in those situations, in family situations, some younger kids. Um, I just tried to play it this morning with a bunch of kids of sort of different ages. We do the before care uh, a couple days at our school. So, you know, we had like a kindergartner and a couple second graders and, you know, various. And some of the kids kind of got it and they were laughing and having fun. And other was like, I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't whatever. So it just kind of depends on your kid, but definitely, you know, kids that are into it and have it will have some fun with it and maybe already know Mad Libs in real life that you write down will probably get into it. Um, but I, I like I really liked it and I did not expect to. So um, super fun. If I had one knock against it, um, 
the cards, the game came, it was shrink-wrapped, I opened it up. None of the cards were shrink-wrapped, and the insert is not super, like, tight-fitting for the game. So, like, the cards were, like, kind of scattered about the box, and some of them had some corners bent up, and the cards are a little on the thin side anyway, so it was easy for that to happen. Um, and, it, I mean, it's not a big deal, but I was just like, oh, okay, I have to sort these out before we we get ready to play. Again, not a huge deal, but I was like, eh, that could have been done a little better, maybe. Anyway, um, so that is Mad Libs. It's a lot of fun. If you like word games and light kind of party games, definitely worth it. Oh, and that's the other thing. Um, in a party situation, you can play three to eight players that actually play the game, but if there's people like sitting around and watching or they don't really want to play, they're also allowed to vote. If, you, if everybody decides like, hey, that's what we want to do, that's like a variant rule. Everybody's allowed to vote. So even if they're not in the game, they can have a say on who wins because you know, of, of their opinion of what cards were played and what and everything that goes into that. So I thought that was really cool because, you know, maybe only six people want to play, but there's like 10 people around and they're hanging out. They can still vote and they can still be in on, on that uh, conversation. So I thought that was cool. So a couple of news items real quick because I'm almost home. Um, Asmodee, who now owns Fantasy Flight, just announced that they've kind of launched a new game studio under their corporate umbrella conglomeration, whatever, and it's called Windrider. It's Windrider Studios, or Windrider, I call everything studios. No, it's Windrider Games. And under that, that, uh, that title, or that collection or whatever you want to call it they are re-releasing the Reiner Knizia classic raw which is um was going to be I guess I think they were at some point there was talks that it was going to be released under the fantasy flight classics euro classics line but it's being released under Windrider Studios that's coming out soon and everybody is like super excited about it. We're going to get review copies of that. So as soon as I get it and play it, I'll do a drive-by here. And of course, we'll do our double-take written review over on the site. But that's not the big news that I'm teasing. Um, we here at Theology of Games are always looking for new ways to create fun and interesting content um, around the gaming co community. And we, I am working on something that is a partnership with two other entities in the gaming, com in the gaming community. And we are on the doorstep of announcing exactly what that is. But it's a new thing for us. It's a big thing for us. And we're really, really excited about it. So I know it's kind of a big tease, but it's a new, a new venture for us. And I hope you guys tune in next time because I'm hoping to have everything lined up and in place so I can tell you all about that and how you can actually become a part of it. So, yeah, stick around for that. It's time for the feedback loop. 
Get in on the conversation by tweeting the show at Theology of Games or emailing theologyofgames at gmail.com. Okay, for today's feedback loop, I have absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, the feedback that I got was um, about starting the conversation today. And other than that, you guys must have all been partying and celebrating St. Patty's Day and Palm Sunday and everything else that happened over the weekend because nobody had anything to say about anything. So that's not cool. Um, anyway, hey, thanks for uh, starting that conversation with us. I'd love to hear what you have to say about icebreaker games and fun party games that are inclusive and approachable and that sort of thing. So please, please write in. Please keep those reviews and subscriptions and ratings coming over on iTunes. And I think that's all I've got. I'm in my driveway talking to myself again. I thank you so much for coming along and listening. Please spread the word. Tell your friends about the show, about Theology of Games. Thanks so much again for coming along. I'm Jeremiah Isley, and that is how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe. Tune in next time when Jeremiah will say, Dying today. <laughs>